Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Today we've got our Minutes That Matter podcast. Just a reminder, if you haven't gone back and listened to our other ones from this week, on Monday we dropped an interview with Rowan Smith. He's the current uh, North Devils coach, and he's bounced around a heap of NRL systems, been involved in about seven or eight teams there across the NRL and in the Super League, and he's, of course, the son of uh, legendary coach Brian Smith. A really interesting chat with a champion bloke. It's only part one. We'll have part two coming on Monday. We got along like a house on fire, so we... We honestly could have spoken footy for another three hours, so there'll be two parts to that. Part one dropped on Monday. I advise you jump on and have a listen. And then yesterday, we dropped our Fan is Short for Fanatic podcast this week with Liam. He's a mad Newcastle Knights fan. He's got his own podcast called The Joust. I advise you go and have a listen to that. Just a champion bloke who lives and breathes rugby league. You can find him on all social medias and on everywhere you listen to podcasts. And our other one we dropped yesterday, of course, was our Round 14 preview with Natty looking forward, you know, having a look at teams list and looking at the games this weekend and the matchups, what we like betting wise, what we like super coach wise, everything that is round 14. Without further ado, let's kick off our minutes that matter from round 13. Damien Cook, the conductor and Mark Nichols is over the line, is he? Referee likes it, I think. Yes, he's pointed to the spot. Oh dear, that is soft. No, 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 no. Mark Nichols' try just before halftime in the Rabbitohs versus Broncos game was a minute that mattered to me. Now, I'm not sure who it mattered to more. Mark Nichols, he doesn't score many meat pies, so fantastic to see him get over. But I think for me, and you know, I mentioned it in my uh, Round 13 review, I think it just sums up where the Brisbane Broncos are at the moment. That is the softest try you will see in the NRL this year. Off a tap, nothing on. It's literally just a hit up. Find your elbows and knees, get us a quick play the ball, and let's go. And he somehow managed to run over. And, you know, it worries me even more the guys that he ran over. Jake Turpin, Matty Lodge, Payne Haas. You know, it's not like they had three bench forwards out there. Three inexperienced kids. You know, they're three of the Brisbane Broncos' best players. I mentioned earlier, you know, 
I said when Andrew McCulloch left, it was going to be a huge mistake, and everyone told me, we've got turf and it doesn't matter. No, Andrew McCulloch, he wouldn't have missed that tackle. Payne Haas, I still think he's going to be one of the greatest front rowers we've ever seen, but that is really worrying. Matt Lodge was meant to be a captain at the start of the year, and you know when their backs are against the wall, they're down by eight points coming into halftime in a game that they need to win. They've needed to win games for three months. And they come up with that sort of defence. And, you know, it's not the first time they would have sat in a video session this year and allowed a front rower to score a try that should have never been scored, that they had them wrapped up. And they just didn't want it bad enough. It is a serious worry for the Brisbane Broncos. And, you know, it really sums up where they're at as far as a club. You know, they're a proud club and they're going to turn it around eventually. But it's honestly, it's getting worse before it gets better. Then you see after the game, you know, Tavita Pangai Jr. goes out, he leaves the bubble. It's attitude. It's all attitude. And that try they let in, that is all attitude. They didn't want it bad enough. And it's a really, really worrying sign. In that game, it was a minute that mattered. But in my opinion, in the history of the Broncos, it was a minute that mattered. Those three guys that were involved in that tackle, they need to stand up in their video session this week, you know, own up to that fuck up because it was huge and draw the line in the sand and say, this isn't good enough. If we're on the line, we need everyone in. We need everyone to commit 100%. I'm so, like, with all due respect to Mark Nichols, I'm not sure if he would be a first grader at most clubs. And he's running through, you know, three future rep players at the Brisbane Broncos. It's just, it's not good enough. The Broncos need to change it this week. They're playing the Canberra Raiders. Mark Nichols, I'm not sure if he would be in the top 30 at the Canberra Raiders with the forwards they've got. Huge challenge this week. And the Brisbane Broncos, they need to respond because their fans... And their club, they need them to stand up this week because it is just embarrassing. Kick out! Yeah! Phil Leone, kick out off the back fence! Yeah! Well, Barra Bazooka, if Canberra had one, I don't know what they'd stop him with from there. The try from Viliami Kikau in the Panthers versus Canberra Raiders game came in the 10th minute, so it's a pretty early minute that mattered. But when Kikau scores a try like that against a team like the Raiders, you just know you're not going to lose that day. It put the Penrith Panthers on the front foot, and they knew that today was their day. About a set, you know, a set or two sets before he scored this try, uh, Bateman, you know, put a decent shot on him, knocked the ball loose, then rubbed his head into the ground. And normally Kikau... That might be game over for him, but the Penrith Panthers, the halves, Nathan Cleary, he brought Kikau into the game on the perfect line and off the back fence, and it made such an impact in this game. It broke it open. The way that they've been using Kikau this year hasn't overly impressed me. This is how they need to be using him, getting him off the back fence and getting him coming on those unders lines where he can be the most effective. They have the most damaging ball runner in the NRL in their team and they need to start using him like this because you can put teams away in the first five minutes of games like they did to the Canberra Raiders on Saturday night. He is so impactful in our in the modern game. He can be absolutely anything. They just need to use him and take advantage of his size. Once you get kick out on the front foot, it's over. He should be scoring with every touch he gets 10 metres out if the Penrith Panthers use him properly and have him set and lined up to where he needs to be. Push. Oh, there's a big push in the scrum here. They've got the ball back. They have it. They won the ball against the feet. 
Sunday afternoon was a wet and wild game between the Parramatta Eels and the Cronulla Sharks. It was 12 all with 12 minutes remaining and Cronulla had a scrum feed on their own 20. Now, like a lot of teams do, they tried to earn the penalty to get themselves out of some tough yards at their own end and they held the ball in the second row. Some quick thinking from the Parramatta forward pack. They pushed in the scrum and they won possession back. It was a massive play in the context of this game. A lot of people threw their arms up and said, what the hell is that? There is no rule against not pushing in scrums. Teams just don't do it. Good on the Parramatta Eels for knowing the rules and taking on teams that are trying to earn dog shit penalties. This is what all footy teams should be trying to do. You should be pushing in scrums. Worst case scenario, the the ref thinks it looks really weird. He blows it up and we go again and your team gets a breather. I don't understand why more teams aren't doing this. It was a massive play by the Parramatta Eagles pack, and then it was backed up by their 5'8", Dylan Brown. About three tackles later, he's going down the um, down the left side of the sticks, and he looks inside, and I think it was Hamlin Ueli comes up and smacks, I think, Kane Evans or one of the other Parramatta forwards, and that's a penalty that Dylan Brown earned with his eyes. Yeah, he'd already set up a try like that earlier in the game. He's always dangerous with the ball, and there's any guys that are within a few metres of Dylan Brown, you need to wrap them up because he is so He's such a dangerous ball player. He can just take advantage of any small opportunity you give him. A huge play by the Parramatta Eels, Pack getting the ball back, and then a massive play by Dylan Brown, just keeping the Cronulla defence honest, and he got his team the penalty. Mitchell Moses threw over the two points, 14-12, and they just played the clock for the rest of the game, and they come home with the chocolates in a great win in the pissing rain, 14-12. It was a huge minute that matters, and I think you'll start to see more and more teams execute this sort of footy where they actually understand the rules and they take on teams in scrums instead of waiting for second rowers to finally let go of the ball in their feet and hopefully get a penalty. They're playing eyes up footy, the Parramatta Eels. Very smart. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.